well, welcome back to Go Get That Rose. We are recapping episode four, if you can believe it, of Bachelor Presents Go Listen to Your Heart. Go Listen to Your Heart. That's not what it's called. Listen to Your Heart. Um, I am your host, Sarah. With me, as always, is Kristen. Hello, Kristen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> um, I'm half asleep, but you know, it's fine. Um... Yeah, before we jump into this week and what we thought, um, I think I'm assuming you saw this news. Um, but uh, I know you watched Peter's season, and I, I yeah. Um, so Peter and Kelly are, I guess, officially together. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> that was, I mean, that was a surprise for sure, and I truly thought that Kelly was too good for Peter. he's he's a messy bitch and like i you know i thought this high-powered chicago attorney wouldn't put up with those types of games but perhaps there's more to him than we saw maybe sure (laughs) what did you think about it um yeah i feel the same way i feel like he came off very immature and just not sure of what he wanted um and very indecisive i mean like the whole season he was so wishy-washy with like he was all in on this girl then he wasn't and like kelly kind of called him out on it on their date like you don't have to feed into these bad relationships like everything doesn't have to be hard or emotional or stuff like that um i really like kelly and i agree i think she's from what we saw on the show i think she was too good for him but he could He's probably different. I mean, obviously, he's different. I don't know. It was just kind of one of those, like, oh, all right, weird. Um, I don't know. I think for me, it kind of raised the question of maybe more of his season was produced than we originally yeah. thought. Maybe more of that mess was ABC and Chris Harrison and Bachelor producers than actually Peter's mess. And perhaps yeah. they're a better fit than we may have thought. I think they have a lot of chemistry. And I think together they oh, probably yeah. are, are a really fun couple. Oh, yeah. It definitely makes sense. Like, every time they were together, like, I got it and I understood. Especially the added fact that, like, they met beforehand. Which kind of now them being together is kind of like, oh, okay. Um, They probably would have been together if they just met and this wasn't a whole thing. And, like, he wasn't the Bachelor and this didn't all happen. Um, and it, you make a good point that this could be, like, maybe... Yeah, obviously his season was super produced. Um, and it just kind of shows us, like, yeah, maybe he would have picked Kelly in the first place, but was so conflicted and was just being manipulated and kind of played more into the, like, emotional side. I mean, we see how his mom uh barb is and kelly doesn't seem to be anything like barb uh so maybe he was kind of thrown off by her not crying all of the time yeah you mean a mature stable woman Shocker. yes yeah <laughs> yeah i think um but i'm happy for them they seem like a cute couple uh, and I really like Kelly. I mean, I wish she would be in paradise if we ever got paradise, but you never know. <laughs> I mean, I wanted her to not be a contestant on paradise. I wanted her to bartend with Wells and just give everyone oh, yeah. mature, unsolicited advice. So perhaps if things continue to work out with Peter, we can find her. That's true. Role in the future. That's true. She could still bartend. That'd be great. 
I would like that. Um, yeah, so let's just jump in to listen to your heart. What did you think about this episode? Well, if we're talking about messy bitches, I think uh, ABC <laughs> is really getting the crown for that one on this episode. Um, you know, you and I have talked about how the the drama kind of was unsatisfactory or felt like it may have been going in circles between Savannah and Brandon and Julia and Sheridan. So mm-hmm. clearly uh, ABC heard our call and uh, they tried to make things a little more interesting. Yeah. Did it work? <laughs> That's the question. You know, when I first started the episode and saw what they were doing um, with you know, re-mixing up the couples uh, mm-hmm. very clearly to the either benefit or not so much of the Julia drama. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was clear what they were trying to do. Uh, but I also kind of wonder if maybe they were sick of the drama as well and knew that doing this could potentially be the demise of all of That's these true. parties. That yeah, maybe they're like, let's just speed this along. Like, let's not just go back in circles. Let's kind of start cutting some people. Very yeah. true. And, I mean, my my heart hurt for Sheridan. I mean, we oh we knew God. it was coming. I mean, I did. I assume you did as well. Just based on yeah. this episode, but that quote unquote breakup that hurt. He seems like such a genuine, lovely human, and he did not deserve that nonsense from Julia. Yeah, he, I felt so, I felt bad for him and Savannah. Um, they were just, especially Savannah, but we'll get into it. Um, yeah, I I felt really, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel bad for uh, Sheridan. He definitely, I think he handled himself very well. Um, and that whole breakup between them really, I mean, she just did, Julia, no, um, did not handle it well, and it was so manipulative, and I just thought, like, I've been saying um, that he would not just put up with it, like, he didn't, he was kind of just like, okay, wish you the best, bye, (laughs) and I was like, okay, good for you, like, I don't know, I I think he did a good job um, of keeping his, like, image, like we've been talking about throughout all of this, um, about afterwards he came out looking really good on this and i do not think julia and brandon came out looking good at all (laughs) i agree with you and i mean i really wanted knowing that the breakup was coming i really wanted sheridan to be in the power position to tell her that he was having enough of it so i'm a little bit disappointed that he was more of the victim but i think you're right he was very mature about it and he's just too good for her oh yeah uh so the other, I thought it was weird. Not everyone paired up. They only like broke certain people apart. They put uh, Rudy and Chris together, which was weird. And then, oh my god, uh, Ryan and Jamie, which Jamie has gotten a date every episode. <laughs> and so has Ryan. They both have gotten dates every episode. So I'm like, okay, here we go again. Which was just weird because I'm like, we already covered this in week one and now we're seeing this again. And then obviously Julie and Brandon, the whole reason why they did all these dates. Um, but then everyone else just was kind of still at the house. <laughs> like It was weird. I could see that being a pretty intentional move. I mean, possibly for two reasons. One, maybe ABC couldn't have afforded like the dates yeah, for everyone. Some of these little, 
low budget. I mean, didn't one of the pairs just go on a hike, whereas the others got to have a full spa day? Yeah, Chris and Rudy had a picnic, like, 100 feet out. They could literally (laughs) see, like, with the binoculars. And then, allegedly, Ryan and Jamie went on a spa day, but, like, we never really saw it, and they were kind of sitting outside, so I don't think they did at all. (laughs) I think it was, like, a home spa or something. Um, That's hilarious. And I, like, I really I, don't think they left at all. It's very possible. I mean, I think, I think that they were probably quite intentional with leaving half of the people at the house because you end up with some potentially like good drama or conversation discussing the happenings on these yeah. possibilities that you wouldn't have otherwise if people were that's focused true. on individual new pairings. That's that's true because then we did get the drama a little bit with Natasha like flirting with Matt and Trevor. Um, which was really the only, like, drama that was, or the only thing that was going to come from the Chris and Rudy date was they were like, oh, yeah, we're both, like, really like our people, and then her just stressing out about Matt. Like, that's all that really happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, probably didn't spend very much on that one for that reason. No, <laughs> they're probably <laughs> like, oh, we need drama, and they just handed her a pair of binoculars, and they're like, go look over there. <laughs> Definitely. But- I mean... I've I've never seen that really before on a Bachelor show. And, you know, Bachelor in Paradise, I don't think, has ever really forced the new couplings. So it was an an interesting idea. And it's something I think I would like to see in future seasons of the show. Yeah, I I agree. I would like to see that. I think I kind of wish they carried it. Well, I get, I don't know, I'm conflicted. I kind of wish they carried it to, like, the duet part, because I thought, I think that could be interesting, because then you're pairing up with different voices. But again, the show doesn't know what it is, so they're not going to focus heavily on the music aspect of it. Um, but yeah. I just thought that would, I, I think that's that, what I thought they were going to do, but they didn't, so. I think that's a great idea, and that would have been really interesting. I think it would have brought out potentially a lot of insecurities in people if watching your yeah. person perform with another another person is really well received or the judges yeah. think you have a ton of chemistry and are really supportive of it. I think that caused someone to spiral and that would be great TV. Yeah, I think that would be cool and I think it would be better if it was like individual people like getting roses and going home instead of couples that way because then you're like oh crap the person i was coupled up with went home now i have to couple up with someone new i think that could be really cool but that takes away the love connection part of it i guess so yes how are we supposed to have a a stars born reality show if they're just making it up too much yeah this is nothing like a stars born by the way just (laughs) just throwing it out there um but brandon Brandon and Julia got the, uh, I, I don't know if I would say best date, because this is a nightmare. This is my nightmare. <laughs> like, they went to the Roxy, and then it was just the two of them and a producer guy um, with, like, the Bono pink glasses. And um, they had to write their own love song and then perform it in front of just him. That sounds terrible. <laughs> like, terrible. It's not great. I mean, to each their own. And perhaps that I mean, I've never heard of the man, but if he is legit music, as they say, that is a pretty Mm -hmm. cool opportunity. Oh, yeah, definitely. But just to me, I'm like, that is a nightmare. (laughs) That'd be awful. Um, And then they, of course, they wrote a song about 
overcoming their challenges and having to decide to be with each other. I don't know. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, what did you think about their date? I was, I was excited to watch their date because I really wanted to see if there was actually something there with them or mm-hmm. if she was pursuing a lost cause. And, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like I got a great vibe of if they actually had a whole lot of chemistry. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. we had a big sloppy makeout, so they certainly thought they did. But whether they could actually work as a pair, I left quite a bit unsure, even at the mm. end of the episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a date, it's cool. And, you know, we needed we needed something to stir things up a little bit to make it a reality show. And we got that. Yeah. For Do you think he had better chemistry with Savannah or with Julia? That's a great question. I think performance wise, I think he had more chemistry with Savannah. I I agreed with a lot of the judges that their their singing performance was kind of like a karaoke show. It felt yeah. very forced. It felt like they were there to prove something and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Uh I don't think he had chemistry with either girls. Like I really don't think he was into either girl. I don't know. I just didn't see it. I um, mean, I I liked him at first. He was one of my favorites when they were doing the initial intros in the first episode. Mm-hmm. By by his chat with Savannah this episode, I was screaming at my TV and mm-hmm. I wanted to punch him in the face. He is such a problematic dude. Was oh. gaslighting Savannah aggressively, and yeah. probably as equally manipulative as Julia. So maybe they are a perfect pair. But this is not a good dude. Oh, no. I felt like he was worse than Julia. Like, I feel like Julia got a lot of the blame with, I mean, like, reason. She's not great. But, like, she's only acting this way because Julia, I'm Julia, because Brandon wasn't being up front with her and was playing her and playing Savannah. So, like, it really is his fault. (laughs) This is true. I mean, his conversation with Savannah was infuriating to me. Oh, my God. Every time he called her sweetie, I was getting so angry. I was like, stop calling her that. Like, stop saying that. (laughs) Yeah, that was ugly. And then, I mean, I'm glad he picked a different pet name for Julia for their short-lived relationship. Didn't he call her sweetie, too? He called her baby quite a few times. Okay. I think at one point, when they got off the stage, he was like, sorry about that, sweetie, or something like that. I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. That Sweetie just seems so condescending to me. I don't know why. Definitely. Like, okay. <laughs> like, just like coming from like a guy that you're like dating or whatever, and he's like, sorry, sweetie. Like, that just seems so like gross. I was like, oh, stop saying it, please. <laughs> and it's, it's such a childish name, especially in that type of conversation. Yeah. Sure it has a place in a relationship, I'm sure. But if you're in the middle of having an intense conversation and someone's yeah. heart is really breaking in front of you, and not, you're sweetie. Not a great he was just so like, I don't know, like, wishy-washy, like, I don't, he was like, so Julia still has feelings, and I guess I still have feelings for her, like, he wasn't, like, up front, or was really placing the blame on Julia, um, which is not, he, like, wasn't manning up, like, he was just kind of, like, blaming it on other people, and, like, I guess I'm getting pulled along into this, and... And she was like, Savannah was like, okay, I'm going to go home. And she's like, well, no, I want to stay with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, just man up. 
well, maybe they are more perfect for each other than, than, you know, we thought, because I've never seen such deflecting and blaming of other people as Julia exhibited this whole episode. Oh yeah. She was, yeah. So when she's breaking up with Sheridan, she's sitting there and she's taking so long to like get the words out. Well, I guess like before she left for the date, she's like, I don't see how this date could change anything. And which is, you're just lying to this poor guy. And obviously, like, he was like, okay, I don't know, like, that, it was just so, like, girl, (laughs) like, just be up front, like, you guys are old enough to be mature about this situation, like, come on. Yeah, like, nothing was her fault, as far as she was concerned. The the issues of Sheridan was because of Brandon, and the reason she performed badly was because she was stressed out about what Natasha said, and then as she's moving and blaming it all on Brandon's preparedness for their performance, nothing was Julia's fault. And it's, yeah. it's such an immature like, way to act and was so off-putting. Yeah. And what I was like, she has issues with every single person. She's like, yeah, if it's, oh, it's all Savannah. Savannah's so into Brandon all of a sudden, blah, blah, blah. And then Savannah's gone. And it's like, oh, Sheridan, like... Why are you trying to walk away? Like, when he just got up and she's like, you're seriously going to walk away? Like, her voice completely changed. She stopped, like, the little cry, like, crocodile tears, like, the whining of, like, I just don't know what to do. And she's like, oh, you're going to walk away right now? Like, so serious. I was like, you are so fake. <laughs> like, she just wanted him to be like, oh, I think she wanted him to, like, beg for her, like, love or whatever. And when he was like, and like I've been saying, when he said that, I'm not going to put up with it. And was like, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to chase after you. She's probably used to just being chased after. Which Brandon isn't really giving her that chase. So I don't know. It's just confusing. Yeah. And it was interesting with her and Brandon. Because it's one of those things. If you hypothetically are with someone that is cheating on their partner and then you decide to be together... Like, once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't know why she thought Brandon would somehow be better to her when she saw how he was. And someone shows you who they are, believe them. He's not suddenly going to, you know, be this, you know, totally different, amazing, faithful, confident partner with you. He's just not that type of person. No. Yeah, exactly. He always just seems so, like, there's just no emotion or... You know what I mean? Or passion. I don't know if that's the right word, but like... I get what he, you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, he always just seems so... He looks like he's high all the time. Like, just so, <laughs> like, chilled out and like, I don't know what you want. Like, just, like, if I was arguing with him, I'd be like, come on, like, give me passion. Like, yell at me. Like, give me something so we can go back and forth. Because right now, you just being like, I'm sorry you feel that way, sweetie. Like, that's just so... Like, you're not connected. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's trash, man. Like, good riddance. <laughs> but, yeah, good riddance. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, so before we kind of get into some of the performances, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Jay Wade. And Kaylin here. To tell you about SEN Afterlife. It's an after-show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on SEN Live, as well as have guests on to join in the fun. And we get personal, too. We do movie reviews, and at times we go way off the rails, which I guarantee is always Kalen's fault. Hey, how rude and not true. So come join us on the Mark with the Movie Blog feed, and remember to rate, share, and subscribe. And as always, enjoy. 
I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Hey guys, Sean here. Be sure to check out the new podcast over here at Merc with Movie Blog, Beyond the Screen. Mike, Sarah, and I, every week, coming together, doing our own little our own little radio show, whatever you want to call it, talking movie news, life, TV news, anything. Whatever comes up, that's what we're going to talk about. Every week, just come check it out. Where? Where? On the Merc with Movie Blog feed! Perfect! <laughs> Yay, okay, don't listen. Ready? All right. <laughs> okay, we're just going to jump right into those performances. Um, so they performed at a bigger venue this time. Um, and then the judges were Andy Grammer, Rachel and Bra- Brian. Brandon. Ooh, Rachel and Brian. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's her name? What's her name? <laughs> Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton. There we go. Uh, what do you think about the judges this time around? I mean, as I think I mentioned last week, Andy Grammer is one of my all-time favorite artists. So that was really exciting to see him as one of the judges. I think he's incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. And he, he is someone that has mastered the art of a love song. So I was mm-hmm. excited to see, you know, him being able to judge chemistry and people singing these very lovey-dovey songs to each other. Felt he's mm-hmm. kind of an expert in that. I, I did not watch Rachel's season of The Bachelorette, so I don't know oh, okay. a whole lot about her and Brian outside of some of the end-of-season drama with him and the runner-up. Mm. So I don't have a great, like, grasp of her. And, you know, Tony's Tony. Like, that's a huge name, and that's that yeah. was awesome they were able to get her on the show. Yeah, I really like the judges this round. Um, I really like Rachel. I think she – I watched – part of her season um and i watched her on when she was on nick's season um but i think she's one of the bachelor people that she's pretty controversial just because she always speaks her mind and she's not afraid to call out uh abc and the producers for not doing things right and um i know a lot of other bachelor like contestants and bachelor fam or whatever don't really like her because she'll just call people out on their shit um I don't know. I appreciate. I like that. I like that aspect of her. Uh, I really liked the song choices this week. What did you think? I did too. I thought they were fun ones, and I think you know they're obviously picking songs intentionally that are going to make for great lovey-dovey emotional performances. And I thought they did a good job of picking some good ones this week that definitely uh, pulled at the heartstrings a little bit. Yeah, I yeah I like them a lot. Uh, the First performance was Rudy and Matt, which they sang Tennessee Whiskey, which is one of my favorite songs, and I absolutely loved this. It was so good. I think they had the best performance of the night. Um, oh my god, I was like freaking out just watching it. Her runs, I know I complained about Natasha last week, but her like runs were so clear, and she didn't do it all the time, but they were just so good. Uh, I I loved it. Yeah, it was it was a great performance. And whether or not the two of them have lasting power outside of the show, I don't know. But they certainly mm. 
they have a lot of fun chemistry. I really enjoy yeah. watching them together. I agree. I think they have the best, like, um, on stage. I just, I feel like their voices match so well together. And, like, there were points where she was singing and doing her thing, and he was just, like, looking at her and playing the guitar and just kind of backed off. But if they, I could still feel that he was connected fully with her, and I didn't really feel that with anyone else. Um, I just, yeah, they have amazing on-screen, on-screen, on-stage, like, connection. I love watching it. Yeah, they were fun to watch, definitely. Definitely a fan. I hope to see more of them. Yeah, me yeah. too. I, I like them a lot. Um, then it was, I think, uh, next one comes to mind is Chris and Bree, and they sang Lover by Taylor Swift, which I really like this song, actually. I do, um, I'm a Swifty. I really like this song. What did you think of this cover? I mean, I enjoyed their performance. It's interesting because I, I don't necessarily feel like Bree's voice matches very well to Taylor. So she was certainly doing more of her own arrangement because I don't think she yes. has octaves. But yes. I actually liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, the two of them are adorable. Chris's voice is fantastic. Yes. If he doesn't get something out of the show, I'm going to be really upset. Like, I want more of him. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily with her i mean i think he outshines her musically but i think so i did like i did like the performance and obviously they are completely smitten with each other yeah and their, their exchange of i love you had me crying so it did the job yeah i think i think he kind of um like stepped back a little bit this week and kind of let her just perform the song because you could tell that she definitely knew this song by heart <laughs> like because she said like this is one of my favorite songs i love this taylor swift song so you could tell that like this was just comfortable for her and she kind of took the lead um but i thought i thought she sounded really good i think taylor swift is a little difficult just like it it seems more simple but i think like you kind of have to have the right kind of voice to fit it and i think she sounded really really good I just, when he performs, when Chris performs, though, his eyes just look so dead. And I think that's just his personality. Like, I just think he's not, he's a more kind of reserved, um, I don't know, he just seems more reserved and not, mm, obnoxious isn't the right word. But you know what I mean? Like, he just seems like he's not going to put everything all out all over his face. But when he performs, he just seems kind of bored to me. I don't know. I understand that. I mean, he, he is a soul performer, so he's not yeah. someone who's going to be bouncing all over the stage. Yeah. Choreographed dance routines. Yeah. <laughs> but give the man a guitar and, like, let him, like, wail, and I would be about it. He reminds me a lot of, like, a Gary Clark Jr. I don't know if you're familiar. Um, yes. Yeah, but I see that. But on a show because he's just incredibly talented, but he doesn't necessarily do a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that. Um but yeah, they they are really cute together, <laughs> and you could tell it was just so genuine when she was like, "I told, I whispered, I loved him, but I don't think he heard me." Like it was just so cute. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm rooting for them. I wish them the best. Apparently, we're getting a marriage next week, so we'll see. That one moved fast. Yeah, um, I think it's a fake out personally, but I would not be surprised <laughs> if they actually got married. Uh, I, I guess we'll see. Yeah, um, and then I I don't have the exact order of performances, but the next one that comes to my mind was Ryan and Natasha. 
Okay. You have, I mean, they're, I stand by it. They're the strangest couple, I think, on this yep. show. <laughs> and they, they make zero sense together. I but they have, they have such fun showmanship. I really like watching them perform. Potentially, it's trying a little bit too hard. You know, I think they are, I think they are trying really hard to have that stage chemistry because that's part of what they're being judged on. But I think yeah. if the two of them just wanted to put on an organic performance, I would really enjoy it. Like take out the fake relationship element and just give me a show and I would be about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I really like their performance. I think you can tell she's probably like, we're going to do this and you're going to, we're going to walk down here and like just choreographs the whole thing. Uh, but they're really fun to watch and they were very engaged with the crowd and you can tell like she she knows what she's doing like she is very comfortable up there and i think he's very comfortable they are a really weird couple but um i don't know i i i'm rooting for them honestly i really like her i don't i don't think her we can talk about like the her whole thing with julia and brandon um I don't blame her because I feel like obviously she's playing the game and I don't, I mean, she was saying it was genuine and she really cared about Julia, but a little bit part of me is like, "Mm, I think you're just trying to cut people out, but it's okay. I'm not mad. (laughs) I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I really think that she had Julia's best interest at heart and wanted Mm -hmm. to be like a good girlfriend to her. You know, I would want my friend to tell me if that was the That's case. That's true. But I, I also, the- like, I don't necessarily know if Julia has any girlfriends in this house. That's like- true. Yeah, I can see it being completely misinterpreted from Julia's uh, perspective. I think the time, I and Natasha said as much, like, yeah, the timing probably wasn't the best. But I could see Natasha being the type of person's like, I need to tell them something and I need to tell them now. Like, it doesn't matter time, place, whatever, as long as this person's not getting hurt. Um, she probably says everything that's on her mind and doesn't really think about it as much either. She seems like a very outspoken kind of person. Definitely. And that, that just seems to be her role in this show. I mean, within five minutes of showing up, she was breaking terrible news to Jamie. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, what did you, what did you think about the whole, uh, asking Brandon? I missed it. I wasn't really, I was kind of zoned out by that point. I'm going to be honest, but asking Brandon if Savannah was still there, if he would have stayed with her. Uh, what do you think about all that? I think it's a very fair question. I agree. One that he should have to own up to. And what do you think about Julia, uh, plugging her ears or ear muffing as they called it during that whole thing? I mean, it, it which seems like <laughs> real, like it seems like she really did because she was so she looked so shocked when she was like, I asked for like when she told her what she asked her. I was like, girl, you weren't listening. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, Julie is a child and she wants to believe what she wants to believe. So her reaction doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, completely, completely immature. And, you know, if if Natasha like really did have the best intentions, like treating her that way was really like inexcusable. Yeah, it was because it's definitely a pattern now of her just kind of flipping on Savannah and being like, Savannah's a bad person and she's terrible and blah, blah, blah. And now, like, Natasha was looking out for her. And now she's like, Natasha's a bad person and she needs to go home. Like, 
I yeah, maybe she doesn't have a lot of female friends or maybe she hasn't really had healthy female relationships. I don't know. Yeah. Which is interesting. It's a tough one. And admittedly, the timing was terrible. Like I'm not a performer, so I don't feel yeah. the sensitivity of it. But I feel like breaking bad news to someone before any big moment is just not really the right move. Yeah, no, that's not. And I feel like that's why I felt like it was a little, um, like, placed and manipulative. Because I feel like Natasha, as a performer, should know. Like, that's, like, just a rule. Like, you don't break big news in front of someone if it's going to be a performance. Um, But I could also see it, like I said, being one of those things that, like, she needs to know she's going to go out and have to fake that or be really in love with this guy. Like, she deserves to know. Yeah, but I don't and know. whether it was the bad news or whether they just had no chemistry, I mean, this this performance uh, sealed their fate and not in a good way. Mm. Do you have any strong feelings about their showing either way? <laughs> well, um, I really like this song, and I was very angry when Brandon was like, oh, we're singing some song from the 80s called We Belong, and I'm like, does this guy not know this song? Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, he's older than I am, and he didn't know what this like the, know this song. I was like, okay, and he was like, it's not really my jam, which I feel like the '80s would be. I I feel like he would be a rocker, so that's why I'm a little. I mean, it's not really rock, I guess, but that's why I was like confused. I was glad they did a kind of upbeat song. I finally got some upbeat. Um, Natasha and Ryan's song was pretty upbeat, and I really liked that. Um, this performance was. <laughs> This is boring. Like it was so boring. They they were clearly phoning it in. At least he was. She was trying real hard. She was trying. Yeah. He but, was so. You could tell he was not. He was not comfortable. He probably didn't know. Like he just kind of held back. Wasn't making eye. Like he did the step back playing his guitar thing that Matt did. But Matt kept eye contact the whole time where he was like looking down and was not engaged with Julia at all. No, I agree with you. And, you know, the judges saw right through it. Yeah, I I kind of wish um, the judges were a little more, I guess, I mean, I guess I just like ruthlessness. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, because they're just like, um, I guess like Chris gave Julia the uh, the opportunity to share what was going on that they just recoupled or became new couples. And then it seemed like they were kind of like the judges were a little bit easier on them, but I mean, it, I, who, someone called it just karaoke performance. And that is pretty harsh. That was an incredible burn. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. Um, and you could tell that hurt them a lot. And then, like you said earlier, Julia just instantly was like, Oh, Brandon wasn't connected with me. Like Brandon wasn't into me, into it, and he just left me out to dry and blah blah blah. And he treated it like a solo act. Like I didn't think about that. Like she, at every turn, she was like, it was always someone else's fault and not her own. Yeah, which is just it's a sign of immaturity, if nothing else. Mm. Very true. And then, uh, and then kind of last performance from a uh, little Jamie and Trevor. Oh, oh my who cannot God. go to without crying over her oh my god i looked at my husband i'm like is she crying again like i cannot deal with this anymore and i think 
what bothered me about all these performances is that they, I don't like that they keep cutting away in the middle of the performances to get the other couple's thoughts on the performances. I just want to hear the performance. <laughs> like, stop. Because they kept cutting to Jamie and her freaking out and being like, oh my god, I'm so nervous why like someone good was performing. And I'm like, I want to listen to them sing this song. Yeah, I mean, I'll be quite honest. I thought they were going home. I didn't think it was going to be Julia and Brandon. I really thought me this was end of Jamie and Trevor. So I'm a bit surprised. Yeah, me too. Because I was like, I don't think they're going to send Jamie, um, not Jamie, uh, Julia and Brandon home because she has issues with every single person and they're going to want to keep her around for the drama. But then they did end up sending them home. But I guess, I don't know. I guess um, Jamie is also... I want to say entertaining, but also uh, something to watch. She's I don't, a mess. I'm just, it's just a mess. I'm just over it. Like, she's just freaking out. I get, I understand. And you could tell everyone else was nervous, but it's a different, it's an immaturity nervous. Like, her just freaking out and uh, basically saying, like, I don't want to disappoint Trevor, which I get that, and I don't, I don't know. It's just not fun to watch. <laughs> it's uncomfortable it's to watch. It's, it is. It's not enjoyable to watch, and I am honestly, I don't know if I'm shocked or I want to applaud Trevor for his patience for dealing with her and putting up with it. I mean, the guy is eight years older than her. Yes, it's. I wouldn't have the patience for it. No, that that's what I said. I don't. I don't know if it's patience or so much like he also is immature. Like, I don't know. Because I don't know a 28-year-old that would, like, put up with a immature 21-year-old unless they were also... That's, like... I don't know. That sounds kind of, like, rude. But you know what I mean. <laughs> like, I mean, or he's just really in it to win it. And he doesn't yeah. want to get sent home. So he's putting on a brave face. <laughs> He's like, crap. <laughs> I got this far. <laughs> I can't go on Natasha now. <laughs> She's friends with my ex, so he doesn't have any other options. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't, they're not going to make it to the end. I think there's no chance. I think they are probably the next likely to go home. Yeah, probably. So who, I mean, we don't know how this show is um, going to end or what the format is, but who do you think... I guess there's a final two. I don't know. So next week, do we think Trevor and Jamie are going home? I think they must be. I could also see Rudy and Matt going home just because they're not that additive to the show. But I think that they're genuinely talented and I just enjoy watching them. So I hope that's yeah. not the case. Yeah, I agree. Um, I wonder how long the Natasha and Ryan relationship will keep uh, them around. Because I... If this, again, it goes with the um, not knowing what the show wants, is it going to, from now on, are they going to be even more like, it's not so much about the performances that keep them around, it's about the love connection. Because it's pretty obvious that there isn't that love connection there, but their performances are one of the strongest performances. So I guess they're going to have to decide, like, how they're going to, if they're going to keep them or they're just going to send them home. Yeah, I definitely feel like ABC is taking this show more seriously than it does other Bachelor shows. You know, yeah. I, I've never seen them get rid of the drama. 
I know. That's right. why I was so surprised. I was like, they gotta keep Julia around because she's so much drama with everyone. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how this will all play out because I think that they ABC being they genuinely want something to come out of this. Yeah, that's true. Do they? But do they want like music stars to come out of it or the love aspect to come out of it? What do you think? Or that both? I feel like is such a toss up. I mean. This was recorded a year ago or so, and I'm sure they were really banking on the success of the follow-up music and tour and publicity. Yeah, that's true. And they probably were trying to bank on the other Bachelor spinoff shows, too. Like, oh, we can put whoever's off on Paradise, and then we'll keep, like, they'll be popular, and they'll want another season of this. Or you know what I mean? Like, like that's going to happen. I mean, yeah, this was produced in a wholly different mindset and world than we're in now. So TBD yeah. of what was going on in their heads. I mean, I think that, in my opinion, Chris, Chris and Brie are would be fantastic winners and, you know, spokespersons for this experience. I think musically they're talented. They obviously have romantic chemistry. Mm. I think that ABC could totally bank off of that. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, because if they want, if that's what they're going after, is the you're building a connection, and you and with that connection comes the musical connection as well. It would obviously be Chris and Brie, but if they're going for like a deep love connection, I guess that could just be them or musical. You know what I mean? It depends on what they want. Because the other Bachelor shows, it's like the end goal is to get engaged. Like that's what the end goal is. And for here, it's like, is that the end goal? Or is it just to have a great music and love connection as well? Yeah, I mean, they've got, they both got the tragic backstories. So that certainly helps with marketing. True. Ah, true. (laughs) All right. (laughs) They're the winners. (laughs) I'll bet on it now. Yep, all bets. Um, It's probably going to be Jamie and Trevor. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's just going to be a curveball. They're gonna win. Oh no. <laughs> um anyway, any last thoughts on this episode? You know, I I was kind of laughing to myself watching the rose ceremony with the couples giving the roses to each other. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't tell if I liked it or just thought it was incredibly cheesy. Mm-hmm. But I do think that's kind of a fun twist. Yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I still wish like Chris actually handed out the roots or the judges did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. Um, I like that they were actually on the stage though for the rose ceremony and they didn't go back to the mansion. I like that. Just a little <laughs> nitpick. A little change of space. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, look, this is this is a weird show, and it's. I think it's not. <laughs> at least for me, it's not what I thought I was getting into. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm I'm enjoying the change of pace, and I actually like that. I feel like ABC is taking this seriously uh, from a musical perspective. I didn't think they'd be able to do that. I thought it would just be messy this and messy that, and how do we yeah. create some TV? So yeah. I, think, I think it's cool that they are genuinely trying this new route, and potentially something great will come out of it. I agree. I definitely thought it was going to be a lot trashier than it was. I mean, I don't feel like it's really 
trashy at all. But I, I thought it was going to be a, a bit more of a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. It is not your typical bachelor show. No, it's not. Uh, but I like it, and I'm having fun, and I really do want to see a second season. I would like to see them kind of iron out some of the kinks and kind of find their identity a little bit more. And I think it would it could be a lot, a lot of fun. It has really good potential, actually. Surprisingly. Yeah, mm. I don't, I don't know if I see a second season in the cards. No. From a numbers perspective. No. But you know, I don't. I don't have a whole lot going on right now, so <laughs> I'm happy to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's part of it, too. Um, well, we only have, I think we only have two episodes left, I believe. I think you're right. Um, which, I mean, short and sweet, I'm glad they're kind of not dragging it out like the other Bachelor shows. Uh, but we'll be here next week to recap that episode. Uh, Kristen, where can the people find you and follow you? You can find me. It's Kristen Rose. It's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-R-O-S-E-A-A-A-Y. And you can follow me on Twitter at SCBuck. It's S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. You can find this show on the Mercury Movie blog feed on uh, Anchor, uh, Spotify, I'm forgetting all of them, Apple, Google Play, all, everywhere you find um, podcasts. I believe it's also on YouTube as well as the Miracle the Movie blog uh, feed. And yeah, that's going to be a end for us here. We will be back next week recapping more. Listen to your heart. As always, make sure you listen to your heart like Chris says every episode and it drives me insane. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a phrase. Stop saying that. Um, but yeah, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.